Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guests today are Angela Ardolino and Hernando Umana, and they are co-owners of CBD Dog Health, which is a a pet CBD company. We're going to find out more about the products they develop for pets. Uh, Fascinating for this one. I think this is the first time we've had a pet-focused company on the program. With that, Angela, Hernando, welcome to the program. Hi. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your background. Before we get into the company and what you're doing now, uh, I'd love to hear a little bit of the backstory. I think there's always there's always an interesting story in terms of why people got involved in cannabis businesses. And uh, I'm sure yours is just as interesting. What What is the kind of motivating factor? What led to uh, you actually starting the company? Well, there's actually two sides of it. There's the business side of it, and then there's the cannabis health side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I owned a magazine, and usually I've been an entrepreneur since I was 14. Yeah. And my last business before this one was a magazine. And when I hit the 10-year mark with one of my businesses, I start getting really bored and itchy <laughs> itch. to do something yeah. else. <laughs> So uh, that was happening. And at the same time, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. 
And mm-hmm. I'm a very natural, I'm a vegetarian. I don't take any prescription drugs. I try to keep everything as natural as possible. And the only thing that was being offered to me was Humira, which is a prescription drug that's given to all kinds of autoimmune diseases, yeah. meaning it's not even specific and causes lymphoma and all kinds of other things oh, to go nice. off. So yeah. like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So I started researching, you know, other natural ways. And that's how I discovered cannabis medicine and CBD. And I was like, all right, well, let me try this. I tried it. Not only did my, you know, arthritis completely go away, but my stress and anxiety went way down. Yeah, I was, I immediately threw myself into the medical cannabis industry and learned everything, went to conferences. I could, I was watching children having seizures, getting the medicine put under their lips and completely stopping their seizures that I became so passionate that I'm like, this is inhumane to keep this medicine from anybody. I had brought on partners for my other business. I turned around and sold my whole business to them and threw myself into the industry. I lived in Florida. Uh So Florida, we were way behind. So I spent two years um, getting, helping get amendment two passed. Finally. I originally wanted to be a cultivator because I couldn't find people cultivating now we're talking about three years ago now yeah yeah I couldn't find anybody cultivating a medicinal product meaning they were just growing no standards yeah. no regulations nothing so that's what I immediately thought okay I'm going to do that I actually went to the University of Vermont offered the first inaugural um, class for cannabis medicine I went through it. it was amazing so I learned everything about the medicine and during that I found out that Pets, animals have the same systems as we do, yeah. and that they can benefit from the medicine also. Yeah. Well, with, with twice the receptors, and yeah. they have twice the receptors. So oh, I also am an animal lover and have a rescue farm and a boarding and grooming business. So to me, I was like, oh, yeah, my two favorite things in the world: weed and animals. So <laughs> to me, it was like this is what I'm doing, and I can't wait, you know, to to do it. So I got the degree, sold my business, created CBD dogs. The problem was, um, well, because I couldn't find a product for my pet. Yeah. So I started developing one. Problem is, is that the only place to get hemp oil or full spectrum, well, that didn't even exist. <laughs> hemp, anything was from overseas. Okay. And I wasn't willing to do that. So I had to wait yeah. till I could actually get it in the United States, extracted in the United States and distributed in the United States, which, of course, you know, I couldn't do legally until the farm bill passed. Yeah. So that's kind of how all that went. When I decided to launch the business this one over here (laughs) had said to me um, now I know him from one of my first businesses which was a nonprofit organization which was a children's theater he's one of the kids that went to my program he's been on the Broadway stage he's you know whatever called me what five years ago and said I think I want to be an entrepreneur and I said great save your money Next time I'm ready to bring on someone, I'll give you a call. Yeah. And I called him and he gave me all his money. So here we are. Well, yeah. well, the funny thing is that at that point, I didn't even know what she was doing to be dog health yet. I have a Shih Tzu with the worst separation anxiety you've ever seen. Yeah. And I was on a national tour for a show called Kiki Boots that was written by Cindy Lauper. I know it well, and yeah. Getting me good. Yeah. My dog was getting me kicked out of hotels for her barking. You so, can see her. She's like this big. Well, it's never- funny. I, I saw her on the website. If people go to the website yeah. and look up <laughs> the photos, she is on there. Her name is Blanche. She's perfect until she's alone. She's scratched down doors to the wood. I mean, people thought there was a great game in there. She's the 
smallest little thing you've ever seen. Yeah. So I was looking for something to try, and she she didn't even tell me she's about to be dog health. She just said you should try CBD for her, uh-huh. and it just. I came home, and the first day I came home, that I gave it to her, she was asleep in her bed. And I was like, and as a cannabis user myself, yeah. who has helped my auditions and everything, yeah. I mean, the second I found out that my dog, this love of my life, can take it, it was just like, yeah. so then she told me about the business, and it was, there was no question. So, and so when, uh, give us a sense of time. So I guess, when, so when did, when did you first kind of conceive of the business? When did you sort of start set things up? When did you come together and start working together? Give us a, some timeframes on these. Uh, it started in 2016, but we didn't launch our product until July of 2018. Okay. When the farm bill was going to be passed. So we launched at Super Zoo, which is one of the biggest pet industry expos in the United States. Yeah, yeah. In Las Vegas, which was insane. And I joined her like... Three months before that, at that point, I was doing School of Rock, the Angela Weber musical. And when she told me, I left the show and joined this full time. That's great. She was actually flying to Las Vegas, doing the show, and then going flying back to California, doing that show, coming back. It was it was, I was crazy. Doing, yeah, I was, in, I was in Vegas for the pet convention throughout the day, and in San Francisco at night doing the show for a while. And I was just like, I, I just... This is the hustle. This is the hustle of making these businesses. That's right. That's what you need to be an entrepreneur. So I knew we had what it took. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. So let's talk a little bit about the product. So, so I guess how can CBD help pets? I mean, you talked a little bit about this kind of separation anxiety one. Like, what are the kind of the categories of things that are kind of applicable, or um, that CBD is an effective kind of treatment or application for in terms of pet health dogs have receptors for cbd literally all over their body in their bones in their skin in their brain in their uh, digestive system they have more receptors than we do so anything that you hear that cbd can do for humans it's twice if not three four times more powerful for animals so not only is it relieving inflammation in the entire body, which inflammation causes just about everything. Every disease, Every disease. is caused by some yeah. sort of inflammation of something. Yeah. It also acts the same as SSRIs and, you know, antidepressants and all that. So it's relieving. The CBD doesn't do the work. CBD tells the body to do the work yeah. throughout all these receptors, right? So when they have all these receptors in their body, it's really telling them to do the work throughout the entire system. Yeah. So everything you know for humans, just multiply it by five, and that's how good it is for dogs. Yeah. And the interesting thing is we both have the endocannabinoid system. And mm-hmm. when I was going through the University of Vermont, one of my favorite stories that was told to try to explain how it works in the wild kingdom is imagine, we've all seen this as a kid watching the Discovery Channel, the zebra being chased by the cheetah. Yep. And you're like, no, zebra, go! But, <laughs> but, you know, the cheetah needs to eat. But you're still like, go, no, I don't want to see it. And have you ever watched that? Everyone's watched it. Oh, a yeah. cheetah attack. Okay. So <laughs> they're, they're, two of them's endocannabinoid systems are working awesome at that point. The cheetah is attacking the zebra. The zebra feels no pain. It just knows I'm supposed to get the hell out of this situation. Yeah. So it's not feeling the pain. It knows it needs to get away. It is also kicking the shit out of the cheetah. Yeah. So we never think about the cheetah hanging on and being kicked to death and it doesn't let go it's in the cannabinoid system is working so you're always i don't know if you ever watched it as a kid but you go how is that even happening how is the zebra still running how is it that's their in the cannabinoid system working in place if it wasn't then they wouldn't be able to hunt they wouldn't survive so in humans and in pets when something's wrong that means they have an endocannabinoid deficiency just like when you have a serotonin deficiency and you need to take an antidepressant or anything any of the you know major diseases 
so like my Doberman, for instance, who is petrified of thunder and fireworks, yeah. had an injury on her eye from my reaster scratching it. Mm-hmm. Sewed the eye back up and a fatty tumor grew on it. So yeah. summer is Florida, every afternoon at four o'clock, you have to give them their CBD because there's a thunderstorm. So for a whole summer, I'm giving it to her every afternoon and it shrank the tumor in her eye. So it was like one of those amazing things that the moment someone tries the medicine for one thing or another, they're like, oh my gosh, they had a tumor on their, you know, side and it went away or they're so much more calm or they're running around like puppies again. Have you seen dogs who couldn't walk start running? Seizures stopping, tumors literally falling off, anxiety gone, allergies gone. I mean, you name it. And I'm, I, it just, I, I, every day I learn a little bit more of like, oh my God, it's too. And it's because we have, I get emails or calls every day yeah. from people being, this just happened to my dog. Thank you so much. I can't believe it. And some, most of the times I'm like, yeah, I know. And there's occasional times that I'm like, that happened too. We well, no, a, the, the speed of when the, it happens oh, sometimes. We rescued a 17 year old chihuahua. Who was having grand mal seizures every day, couldn't walk, had yeast all over her feet. She was like Benjamin Button, by the way. I mean, she literally was running and jumping, no more seizures. And yeah. within, within, what, a few months? Yeah, it's really, um, first of all, so, there's so many prescription drugs that are given to dogs. Yeah, there really are. Yeah. That, that cause so many problems. The same thing happens on the pet side. So taking them off all those drugs that are suppressing their immune system and then giving them something all natural, they come alive again. It's amazing. <laughs> So uh, talk to us a little bit about dogs. So, uh, you know, lots of different pets, lots of different types of animals out there. Was the focus on dogs uh, just personal preference and that that was your experience? Or was there a more strategic reason to focus on the dog market? Well, dogs are my, I love dogs and birds. They're my favorite. And the pet industry, especially dogs, is a billion dollar industry, which of course, so is the weed industry. So yeah. It was, um, that's what I know most about. So it was most comfortable, but anything with a spinal cord works, CBD will work on. So your birds can get it. I give it to my, I told you I have a rescue farm. I have given it to my ducks, my geese, my pig, my pig loves <laughs> her, her CBD oil. So, I mean, I give it to everybody, but dogs, I mean, it's, you know, millennials are having dogs instead of children yeah. and they're treating them like children. And it's, um, and as you know, they pro- they also don't, they're very aware of all the prescription drugs and, and yeah. what that pharmaceutical industry is doing to them, their families, their friends and addiction. So they're very open to this medicine. And a lot of times they'll try it for themselves first and then go in and go, wait, this okay, I know what it does for me. This will help my dog too. And then that's usually how it goes. We have a full cat line and a full horse line as well. And I think something really important to say on this is that a lot of people ask us, well, is it the same CBD that, you know, why, why can't they just take my CBD? And there's two important things to say that. One is about dosaging, of course. Yeah. And the other one is that a lot of these, a lot of the human products and what a lot of product companies are doing is getting their human products and putting a paw print on it has artificial flavors and CVN things that are terrible for us, but specifically for dogs. So it's always really important that dogs take products designed for dogs yeah. or animal take uh, products for animals. Now I take my dog CBD. It's a lower milligram than um, I usually take, but I take a little bit extra and that's fine. But it's really important that pet owners look for something specifically for their pets. So that's what, what's really special about us is that we've started as a pet company and we will end as a pet company. Um, we uh, will not veer off. No. And there's yeah. no one else who knows uh, both aspects more than Angie as far as 
uh, cannabis, considering she's got her degree in it and animals. She's got a rescue farm and grooming shop. There's no one in the industry, no company that knows both aspects better. Yep. So we, we're, we're very proud of it. So talk, talk to us about the dosing, as you mentioned it. Like how, how do you go about figuring out proper dosing for, for animals? I mean, you, you mentioned that it was a lower dose, right. but what's the process? Well, you mentioned dosing, and when you're dealing with a CBD product, you really don't have any, should have no concerns or worries. When he mentioned dosing with the human product, meaning people who are giving their dogs their human products, there's an issue because dogs can't tolerate THC. And the reason they can't tolerate THC is because they do have so many more receptors. So a tiny bit of THC really has an effect on them. So people giving a human product, you really have to just stay away from that. But dosing for the dog, they cannot overdose. They cannot get sick. There, nothing will happen. You could pour an entire bottle down their throat. They'll probably sleep all day and have some diarrhea. But every dog, every animal, every human reacts to CBD medical cannabis different. So my favorite story is that, you know, my Doberman, I mentioned 55 pounds. I also have a nine pound miniature schnauzer and he's also petrified of thunderstorms. I give the Doberman like a quarter of a dropper of our calm tincture, which is full spectrum hemp, CBD and lavender essential oil. And she, so first of all, she comes in and she asks for it. So I'm convinced that she knows that this <laughs> stuff is the stuff that makes her feel good, mm-hmm. which kind of freaks me out because I've never <laughs> witnessed that with an animal before. And then she goes and lays down. My schnauzer takes two full droppers and takes 15 minutes before he calms down. Yeah. And of course, I think, well, maybe it's because he's older, he's more stubborn, he's, you know, a little bit of a brat and spoiled. And so maybe he <laughs> likes to be a little bit more dramatic, but every dog is different. And the more, the more they have CBD in their system, the better it is. It stays in their system. It'll continue. Like I even, even with our, the chihuahua he was telling you about, if I skipped a dose, she would have a seizure. She wouldn't have the huge seizure, but she would have a small seizure. So it's a type of medicine that you, you want to give them. And within a week or two, you're going to see a complete difference. First of all, the moment you give it to them for a anxious situation, it works yeah. within 20 minutes. And if you don't see them calm down after 20 minutes, you give them more and then it'll work. Mm. So there really is no concern with dosing because it's an all natural product. And it's not going to, they're not, they can't overdose. It's impossible. It doesn't, it's not connected to their breathing. It's not connected to anything like if they were to get into a prescription opioid. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned you're using full spectrum hemp. So I mean, what, what is the concentration or what are, I guess, what's actually contained in, uh, in the products you're developing? I guess, how are you sourcing it? What are you actually producing it with? And then, and then what's actually in the products once you, you know, put it into a, a usable format? You bet. Well, full spectrum hemp, assuming that you know, means that it has all the cannabinoids intact or most of them intact, not just CBD, which is, of course, the most important. But you want something called the entourage effect, which is you want multiple cannabinoids, compounds, terpenes, all of those parts of the plant. You want them intact when it's extracted. Mm -hmm. So we extract only from the hemp flower and we CO2 extraction cold, which means it just basically presses the hemp flower till the oil comes out and it's fully intact. We don't do anything else with it. Mm -hmm. We also include hemp seed oil, which is we compress the seeds of the hemp plant. And hemp seed oil is completely different than full-spectrum hemp. It does not have any of the um, cannabinoids in it. But what it does have is 
omega threes and sixes, and it's the most unbelievable fatty acid, better than fish oil, better than glucosamine. So we include that in it also. And then lavender essential oil, which is also all of our essential oils are full spectrum also in CO2 extracted. So um, it's the best CBD that they could possibly get and the best essential oils that are all sourced here in the United States and extracted. We also use another tincture. We use frankincense and turmeric. Um, the only, which I can't believe, we're the only pet company using other incredible essential oils. Mm, yeah. uh, it makes all the difference, uh, not only because the essential oils itself are amazing, but when you use frankincense, for example, with it actually helps the CBD work better as well. Yeah, people forget that, you know, hemp is a plant and the hemp flower is a flower just like lavender is a flower or um, frankincense is a sap. So these are all natural products and a lot of them have the same compounds that the hemp plant has in them. And when they work like frankincense helps the CB1 and CB2 receptors in the body receive the medicine better. So all these essential oils working together makes the medicine work so much better and make our product different. And I think what makes us stand out the most is that we, I didn't just throw CBD in a bottle and sell it like a lot of other people did. I figured out how many milligrams needed to be in it to even make a difference. So a lot of products on on the market only have 100, maybe 90, maybe 300 milligrams of CBD, or they say a thousand, but it's actually hemp oil, hemp seed oil, not full spectrum CBD. So it's very confusing out in the marketplace. What's, what's really upsetting right now is the amount of misinformation and misinformation. Uh, because it's not regulated. It's not yeah. regulated. So people are Put anything on a label. And knowing that they don't know better. Is it easier to sell a $30 bottle of CBD than it is to sell our $75 bottle of CBD, which is actually the best price on the market considering the milligrams of how much you get in it? Yes, of course. Will they come back and rebuy? Is it actually helping the dog? No. And what upsets me about that is that I have to re-educate people now. I have people coming up to me being like, I tried it. It didn't work. And I have to say, what did you try? And they showed me it was only 100 milligrams. Or they showed me the something on Amazon that is hemp seed oil, but they're labeling it as like CBD. So we, our mission is to educate. We, I, we do seminars everywhere. We educate, we educate, we educate, we educate. And we do a lot of, uh, we have to re-educate a lot. <laughs> we are constantly yeah. answering. Right now, I just got a, um, a post from a publisher because I write for a ton of pet industry magazines. And uh-huh. she sent me a post that a vet wrote about CBD and how could they, people give their dogs this poisonous, toxic medicine. <laughs> and, you know, and I... All I want to do is, you know, call that guy and go, are you freaking idiot? Shut up. Yeah. Give me a take on what's going on with the veterinarian side. I mean, because it seems like this is like you're changing or you're introducing this whole new aspect of health into this industry. And we've talked about it on the show on the medical side with with humans and the uh, the whole kind of, uh, you know, conundrum we're in there in terms of involving the medical professionals. What's happening in terms of the veterinarian professionals? What's What's your take on how this is impacting veterinary science, the veterinary professionals, educate us on how this dynamic is. It's exactly the same as the human side. Um, We have vets that are jumping on board and love it and are selling ours like crazy. We have others that are scared to death. They believe in the medicine. They think it's great, but are scared to sell it. So all they do is, you know, refer. 
and say, yes, here's a good brand, but we're not selling because we think they think someone's going to walk in and take their license away. And then we have those that are completely against it because they weren't taught it and they know nothing about the endocannabinoid system or how it works. And I, I can put myself in their shoes because yeah. I can't imagine doing something and then something else coming along and telling me it's all different and what I was prescribing or giving was actually dangerous or toxic. I get it, but it's, it's proven it's worked. It's as we, I don't need to convince you, you know, how long it's been around and, yeah. and how it works. And you can find any kind of research now. I'm sure you know about projectcbd.org where you can pretty much type in any disease or ailment and they will link you to research proving that the medicine works and how it works. So I don't understand how a doctor or vet can still be so anti. I had to break up with my vet. Um, (laughs) She practices both East and West. She still could not. She's still giving her dog value. And I don't understand how anybody, a, a vet, could give a dog, a human prescription medication that's barely safe for humans. So how does, I guess, how does this get resolved or how, what do you think the future of this is? I mean, are, are, is, are we talking about, you know, educating and changing the fundamentals of veterinary science? Is this, you know, kind of branching off into two different worlds? Yeah, how, I, how think do you think- I think basically the endocannabinoid system needs to be studied in veterinary science and medical science. And there's just a lot of stigma that needs to die off and once that happens too, and we can separate hemp from marijuana. We can talk about marijuana and how wonderful that is at another time, but like in this specific moment situation, we need to teach people the difference between hemp and marijuana. But it's so it's so difficult, as you know, because yeah. they're both the cannabis plant. Yeah. So someone just sent me an article about in Sarasota, I, the police, I don't even know who, are saying, oh, it's illegal because it comes from the cannabis plant. You know, that's their argument. Yeah. Even th- they don't even know about the farm bill. So the fact that there's like, you know, the police in Florida don't even know that it's legal blows my mind. Yeah. Of course yeah. I know because I'm in the industry. Yeah. But they don't know. It's not like they have a meeting and go, hey, everybody, guess what? It's legal now. So you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just the news, the media. I mean, I just got interviewed for another local station who literally just put out a story last week talking, you know, talking to someone about saying how it was dangerous. And then here I am coming on the next week going, it's the best medicine for everyone. <laughs> so it's, ah, I mean. You know, we hear regulations and we get kind of excited because yeah. we want all these people who are putting out terrible products to go away. We're already doing what we think the FDA would want by putting on state child safety caps and claims on the labels just to just to do it, to be prepared. But um yeah, it's a crazy industry. Yeah. So let's talk about the farm bill and how it's kind of changed the business or or you know, why why it's important uh to the industry. So how I guess as as you've kind of plotted the course of your your business and strategy, how did the farm bill impact you? And then what do you think still needs to get done, or what's the what's future kind of legislation regulation that that you suspect or or anticipate coming? And how how are you responding or preparing for it? Oh well, what I wish is I would be federally legal marijuana everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what how the farm bill um, impacted me is that I'm not doing anything illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to have below 0.03 THC, which we do. And of course, we have that little bit of THC in there so that we can have the entourage effect and be considered full spectrum. Uh Um, Because if it doesn't have THC in it, it's broad spectrum and not full spectrum. 
So what I do now is legal. It's making, I have a lot more choices now. So I've been able to go to my original manufacturer and go, "Mm, yeah, I can get this here now. So my prices have gone down on having to manufacture a product. Because I'm kind of curious. I mean, I know the legislation's passed, but is, you know, and from a a practical industry standpoint, have you seen the supplies come fruition, the distribution? I mean, are are you, do you feel like you now have a, a broad market, a competitive market for sourcing products? Heck yes. Heck yes. Yeah. Uh, I obviously wasn't the only one waiting for it to become legal. So, you know, going, I had to go all the way to California. It took me three years to develop it, meet with them. I'm in Florida, go out there, go back and forth, source everything. It was a pain. If I were to start it today, it would be so much easier. (laughs) But I get, you know, we just, we just came from another huge pet expo and we have at least five new companies contacting us on a regular basis. And of course, it's easy for us because we just have an email that goes out and goes, we only CO2 extract from flour and we put what we do. And we have at least five of them who meet the requirements and are dying for a business. So it makes our lives a lot easier because now we have choices. We don't have one farmer who's organically growing hemp in California that meets our standards. So let's um, let's talk about the flip side in terms of distribution. How are you? Um, what's your distribution strategy? How have you how have you built that up? And and where are you at with the distribution side? Well, on our we want to be a direct to consumer product, which is difficult. Which will mean it will go a lot slower uh, getting there, getting to the goal because we can't advertise on social media or online hemp or CBD medicine. So that makes it a little bit more difficult. But we do have every not every. Well, we've got PetSmart, Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, all of them very interested in our product. They contacted us. They can tell that the brand is very friendly because I own retail shops. I was able to see customers come in and not be able to read the labels or know what the heck to get. So that's why our labeling is very easy and consumer friendly, which is also very attractive to the big box stores. So right now we distribute it out of our own warehouse ourselves and our manufacturer also holds inventory and ships out the bigger orders. But our distribution right now is is in Tampa and in California and we ship it out directly from there. Got it. And in terms of what's coming at you or or what your strategic plan is, what are the big things that you're looking at or, or working on for the next 12, 24 months? What's what's happening for you and happening for the industry? Education. A lot of speaking and educating people. The more people I can educate, the better it is for the whole entire industry for people to have the correct information and spread it. So that's our most important thing. We keep saying we're on the edge of glory because we have so many big companies interested in our product. And it's you know, that's not always a good <laughs> good sign because, yeah. you know, they could completely not give us what we want, not make it worth our while. And, when a, and we always wanted to be a direct consumer and continue to be able to educate and talk to people and that type of thing. So we're prepared for, you know, if a big box takes us on. Our biggest thing is we just launched our horse product, which there aren't maybe one or two other people in the industry that are doing it. And of course, we're going to be doing it right because CBD is expensive. Full spectrum CBD is expensive. So what a lot of people do is they create products and they don't put enough CBD in it or it's a broad spectrum, or it doesn't have full spectrum in it at all. So we're one of the first that are launching a, a horse product 
that, you know, has significant amount of CBD in it because a horse is a huge animal. Yeah, yeah and exactly. More of it. We also found out that for horses before races, they drain their blood so that they are more calm the day of their race, which is... They do so all kinds of crazy things. Disgusting. Yeah. And so the fact that there's an all-natural way to help them. Interesting. Um, we got started this business for, I mean, are we a business and we want to do big, big things? Yes. Our, our, we, we love our animals. Yeah. You know, that's where we start. So if people want to find out more about CBD Dog Health, what's the best way to get that information? CBDDogHealth.com. We do weekly blogs. Um, we have so much educational content on there. So CBDDogHealth.com. You can find us on Instagram at CBDDogHealth, Twitter at CBDDogHealth. And if you want really Facebook. specific um, holistic pet advice, you go to Angela Ardolino. She is a holistic pet expert as well, so it's going to be more than just CBD. Those are the, definitely the best ways. You can always email us. We love questions, so please go on our website and email us at um, info at cbddoghealth.com. And we're, and we're speaking. We're here in New York. Oh, we're that's speak, right. We're speaking at the retail event. We've got another one at Cafe Bark. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. always in New York doing um, – New York's an, an interesting city because it's, um, it's very open not like a Texas or even a California where, I mean, every state is so different. It's insane. Yeah. You go into Florida into a pet store and say, Hey, have you heard about CBD? And they're like, yes, you're the 15th person that's come in to try to sell me something. You go into an art pet store and they're like, CBD. And you're Honestly, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Angela and Hernando, thank you so much for being part of the program. Great conversation. Like I said, I think this is the first pet focused one we've had. I learned a lot. I think we had a lot of fun too. I appreciate your time. Good. Thank you. Have a great one. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets and access other great content visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.